Hello and welcome to Blooming Abroad, a podcast where we look deeper into the lives of Cullen, that's me, and Sarah, that's me, two ordinary Jesus followers trying to make a difference in Central and Eastern Europe. you guys well here we are with the promised bonus episode yeah we're here it's friday uh so we only had two days to spare but but we got it in yes we did and not only do we have a bonus episode we have a bonus podcast person human yeah we have a bonus human here we have three human (laughs) beings here for episode six of this Blooming Abroad podcast, and we've invited our dear friend, Kitty, to join us for this episode. Not Kitty, Kitty. Definitely not Kitty. Nuh-uh. That's right. Hi, guys. (laughs) She's here. Kitty, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, Long-time listener, first-time guest. (laughs) Yeah, so the rest of you guys out here listening, um, if you're second-guessing your loyalty or if you skipped an episode... We're really, we're really tracking your statistics, and if if you're loyal enough, you might just get an invitation to a future episode. Mm-hmm. Don't mind Copper's pawing and clawing in the background here, always making himself the center of of our world. Yep, he's literally trying to get in the center of this triangle of people mm-hmm. that we have, but there's a table holding the microphone, and so. He can't fit. He literally is pushing his way through my leg right now. And he gave up. Okay, cool. He just gave up. So how about we just uh Well yeah, it was it's been a week since we since we talked last. Um, which is cool. Because yeah. I looked back and realized that each of the first few episodes it was like typically about a month mm-hmm. in between. We always had like a lot to update. Mm-hmm. This time we have a lot less to update. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the last couple episodes, we started with, what did we do? Lightning round two weeks ago. Last, last episode, I asked you your dreaded question. How are you? The worst question ever. That was fun. He did, <laughs> that brought up all kinds of deep, uh, Sarah emotions. Uh-oh. Not a fan. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So for our opening segment, guys, let's jump in today. We're just a couple minutes in. Let's get after it. Since we've got three people, more voices, let's, let's get going. I'm going to put Kitty on the spot for our blooming around. Ooh. Oh, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a big deal. But as we bloom around uh, with this, we start this episode out by blooming around. Kitty, can you just share a little bit with the people about how did you meet Colin and Sarah? How long have you known us? How did like all that come about? Just anything you want to share. Wow, that's a kind of a long story, mm-hmm. and it takes like two years <laughs> to actually. It has been two years. I, I have to sum up two years, mm-hmm. which is okay. So I first met Colin. Um, he was teaching at Caroli here, um, so we met at uni, and he actually asked me a very straightforward <laughs> question right after we like met or introduced. Um, um each each other and that probably doesn't surprise anybody listening who knows that's Collins, right so. that's right so it might not be a surprise but his first que- one of his first question was hey 
are you a Christian? And so I was very innocent and naive. So I just tried to, you know, babbling around. I'm like, yeah, I was baptized like a, I don't like a Catholic first and then converted to him. He just interrupts me and he's like, no, I'm asking, are you a Christian? And I froze and I just didn't know what to, what to answer. And I was like, um, well, am I, I just started, you know, question my whole existence (laughs) at that moment. And so it was, well, it was an interesting moment. It was very Mm -hmm. educational Mm -hmm. about myself. And so I tried to, and I actually started, um, figuring things, um, out about myself. So thank you for that question. Yeah, of course. That was that was a very special moment. You're welcome. Um, and so then. Thank you for taking that question seriously. Yeah, it it was it was huge. It was huge. So and then two hours later, Sarah came in in his in her like super sweet sweatpants. Super sweaty. (laughs) She was actually running and surprise she just jumped in like in between two classes to bring uh colin a sandwich Mm because he was starving as always (laughs) and so sarah just brought in a sandwich and she didn't even enter the classroom because because she was like well, you look like a mask. Yeah, I did. I'm <laughs> sorry. Did. Yeah, no, I did. So I like, I'm so sweaty. And these are like all I know. young and of course, healthy. And after girls. all, she <laughs> entered the classroom. And so Colin just introduced um, us. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, well, so now you're here. Can you stay for the second class? It's a Christian class. Yeah. And we're just going to talk about stuff. And she's like, well maybe not now and i'm like why not and so i just talked her into it and she finally stayed i did and i don't know i really felt like a click and then um, we yeah we drove home i think after that yes, right? that was figured out we lived that was in the so same funny city yeah we that were just sitting sitting in the back uh-huh. colin was driving and so sarah was testing uh my 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 vocab my english vocab like english like collocations yeah i'm like okay i i am studying about that uh-huh. that's that's okay um but we didn't really have a topic we just yeah. she's like have you heard of this phrase before do you remember any of them <laughs> i know it was just so sweet i was like well i had a whole day of university studying <laughs> english major yeah and now well we're talking about collocations yep that's, yep. that's perfect yep. and so it was just so great and i had my first joke in that car which was wow guys your hungarian is improving and it's great and when you go back to the states you can show off with your exotic language so that's one adjective for the hungarian language. oh yeah <laughs> that's <for sure. laughs> ridiculous hard cool yeah. interesting deep those exactly. are all other words for it yes. exactly summed so. up in exotic so the the meeting with these two was just amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I remember every minute of that day. I actually remember pretty much every minute of that day as well. Yeah. Driving home especially. You remember that time when we were driving down the main street to get to the highway 
we were in Ketchikame, mm-hmm. our home city. This wasn't too long after. I think it was, I don't know. That semester, maybe a few months later. Towards the end of that semester yeah. or the next semester. Um, and we just drove by and saw Kiti standing on the side of the road. Waiting oh, for the yeah. bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, undercover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. The thumbs up and everything. Absolutely. <laughs> but you were waiting for the bus and we just, I was like, what is that Kiti? We were heading, we were driving to Budapest. So we just swung around and I, hey, you need a ride. And you're like, actually, yeah, that'd be great. And yep. we ended up having another car ride together where we just got to chat for an hour and um and then yeah and um and then tell us a little bit about the the third member of the Menke family that <laughs> oh do you yeah. remember your first impression of copper uh, i think i do i was so scared because he was jumping like a rabbit and i was like oh no come on i was like um hey sarah can you sit in the back with copper and can i just sit in the front she was like oh that's course. Nice. I'm like, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And so he, I, I actually got very scared first. Yep. And I don't remember how he looked at that time, actually. Mm. He was pretty much a puppy. I he, mean, was, he was, like a teenager. Only, yeah, he was less than a year old. Yeah, so yeah. he was still a puppy. Yeah. That's crazy. But he was less than a year old. Also, really, when we first met him. really yeah. ugly when we first moved here because we shaved him. Oh, he looked like oh, that before we moved. His dad called him Ratso. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a large rat. Yeah, with that. The way they just cut all of his like face fluff. But the reason I asked about Copper, guys, is because Kitty has been a tremendous help for us since we oh moved my here. Gosh, it's been the apartment, the flat that we got. I mean, it's been everything that we would ask and more, especially just doing random real estate searches on Google from, you know, Okemos, Michigan. It's crazy that we found what we found, but it is a third floor flat with not too much, not too many parks around us. Really, it's sidewalks and streets and large buildings, not skyscrapers, but just residential buildings. And when we're in the village, then it's another unique landscape where dogs are typically used as basically they're just protecting um, people's property. And so Copper's kind of not been able to find himself really in this this foreign land. Uh, (laughs) No, no nature space. Culture shock was deep. Yeah, Yeah, it was really hard for him. (laughs) He's he's trying to teach everybody that he's a he's a plush plush mozzi. Which is Hungarian for teddy bear. When everybody looks at him like he's gonna rip their face off. <laughs> and so Kitty came into our lives at a very crucial time. Crucial time because we were genuinely experiencing a lot of stress about Copper and leaving him home and just figuring out what to do with him because we knew that like of course we can leave him home and we can figure something out. We were taking him to like a dog hotel for the day in Budapest, which was require requiring a lot more driving and a lot more money, and it was genuinely incredible. And I would say pretty divine that my first semester of teaching at the University of Budapest, the student that really stuck out to me was happened to be the only student in any of my classes mm-hmm. that lived in the same city, five minutes from from where we live. 
And so two years I later, think it's four minutes and twenty seconds. I think we've thank you. We've got it down. <laughs> it yeah, depends yeah, on yeah. who's driving. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's true. Yeah. If I'm driving, maybe I can shave it down to three, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but... true. But we've we we drive there so often that I like have the timing to like a second almost. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you do too, instinct wise. Right when I text you, we're leaving. You're like, all right, I, I'll I be there. Yeah, exactly. I'll be there immediately. <laughs> so it's been great. Um, yeah. And I know that Copper has really made a, a, a home away from home at your, your parents, at your home. and Yeah, describe a little bit of that. When you brought Copper home for the first time. Well, that wasn't easy because my dad just mm -hmm. got attacked by three pit bulls. Oh. And his hands were stitched and he yeah. couldn't work for two and a half weeks. And he was very traumatized. Um, he was a dog lover. Uh, before that, he had a dog mm. also in his childhood. So, well, it was an accident, actually. The mm -hmm. pit bulls just ran out of, like, after mm. him. And so I was pretty um, anxious and stressed about, like, or, like, worried. How would he react? So first, I had to sit down with my dad and ask him if, if it was okay with mm -hmm. him at all. And so by then, or like by that time, he knew about Copper. Um, I showed him videos, pictures. I told him about everything. He he was just really the sweetest dog ever. And so he was like, okay, well, let's try it. And so when they met, it was like a romantic story, <laughs> Love really. At first sight. It was totally like... Yeah. Uh, it was just so sweet. They're the best of friends. Yeah. And so fortunately, um, it worked out. And yeah. so he's sort of part of our own he family is. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is. Absolutely. And we're very appreciative. It's been a huge blessing to have you guys. So huge. Um, take him in and care for him so well. Of course. Um, so guys, yeah, we're, we're so so glad that we could have Kitty join us today because she's been um honestly just the top of the list of people that have made our lives here better oh, and yeah. um i mean relationships are so important and when you can find ways to connect and just form bonds with people and cross cultures and different different countries and through language differences and all that it's just it's really special it's everything that we love about relationships and then then a bo just bonus, you know, bonus material. Sometimes we have some interesting conversations about cultural differences, societal differences, historical differences. Um, Kiti is studying to be an English teacher. She's finishing up her last uh, round of exams actually this month. Yeah. So those of you listening who, who do pray, please make sure that you're praying. Add it to your prayer journals because the next, um, especially on Mondays, in June, if you have a moment on Mondays in June, please pray for Kiti because the examinations here in Hungary are quite rigorous. Way and... more intense than our exams in the U.S. Absolutely. Yeah. So she knocked one out. She's one for one last week. Two and, more? Uh, two, two, more? two more? Two more. English and the teacher's examination. Oof. So Hungarian is done. Yay. Two more. There we go. Yeah, and also for all you Americans who are listening, um, Kiti's first language is not English. I know, you would never guess. In case you were wondering. 
Um, Kitsi, what's your first uh, language? It's Hungarian, right? I think it's Hungarian, <laughs> though. I mean, Again. English Again. is so, so naturally comes to you. It's like they're both your native language now. Well, that's what I would thanks say. to Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Netflix and American Friends. As and well. American Friends. And Fast Talking American Friends and Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gilmore Girls, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Who are All also... the, the best textbooks. Absolutely. And Jordan read. Peterson. And oh, gosh, nice I plug. still cannot. Don't forget it. about him. Oh, my gosh. Nice that you that you listen to him, like of oh, all yeah. English speakers. Well, um, if you guys are which I don't know how you could be, but if you're yawning or you're feeling the temptation to hit that uh, 10x button, um, not so fast, my friend, because we've got some some secret insider info about Jordan Peterson meeting a certain person who is in this room right now it's not sarah it's not yeah, colin that's it right. might be kitty but you have to hold on till the end to hear that <laughs> that special uh, good little, good uh, teaser i'm learning this podcasting thing i'm telling you guys <laughs> you get better and better every engaged. time so um so yeah kitty uh kitty is not uh english is not her first language and so kitty Toots, uh, toots my yaru. Oh, yeah. Kichit. Kichit. Again. Esha, mond volmit, my yaru. Mit mondjak? Hogy lehet? Bármit. Bármit. Kecskeméten élek. Oké. Imádom Kalent és Szarát és Kapört. Angol és magyar szakos tanár leszek. Szeretnék szeptembertől Spanyolországban angolt tanítani. So the other thing that podcasts don't let you do is slow down. Yeah. And rewind, but um You can rewind. I don't know what kind of incentive we could give, but if you if you pause and replay this section of what Kiti just said, and if you can translate it and send it to Sarah or myself as an Instagram DM. That would be cool. I don't know. We'll do something. We'll send you a postcard from Budapest or something like that. Or we'll we'll bring you back something from Budapest. Nice. Do you remember what you just said? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> can you say it one more time a little bit slower? Okay. The first time was great. Yeah. But just in case anybody actually wants to take that challenge That's seriously. Okay. Well, if I remember correctly, it was Kecskeméten élek. Nagyon szeretem Kalent és Szarát, és persze Kapört. Szeptembertől szeretnék angol tanítani Spanyolországban. Angol és magyar szakos tanár vagyok. So that's it. That's the short intro about me. Nice. Yeah. That was, yeah. a, that was a sweet intro. That was a sweet intro. We do have some Hungarian listeners, listeners as well. Oh, so great. Mm -hmm. Also understand that. Great. Yeah, so if I know the Hungarian listeners well enough, they're for sure going to be the first ones to to just cheat and just I know. <laughs> translate type it the translation yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, That's smart, actually. You know dogs. what? we got to work the system. It is what it is. But... Sadly, the reward that you're gonna get is a postcard from Budapest. So <laughs> I don't know how much you're so gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah, go exactly. for it. 
<laughs> you know who you are. I will bring you something back from Budapest. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, let's kick it over to Sarah. It, it is, it's technically story time with Sarah. Um, just would like to hear anything that's on your mind, Sarah. It's been just a week since you shared the last story, so don't feel like you have to go too, too deep or anything, but anything you want to share? Any stories that come to mind or just any updates that you want to? Well, we are going to be hosting an American team starting technically Saturday. They're arriving tomorrow. Um, and so there's been a lot of preparation, but it's very exciting. It's not the kind of work that you uh, sit there and grumble about. It's very exciting work. And so um, we're really looking forward to this upcoming week. I think this is going to be such a blessing. They came uh, to do some youth programs with us, but because of the way that their timing worked, the kids are still in school. So that gives them quite a few hours in the day to help us out in different ways and to be really relational and have lots of conversations, meals together. Uh, we're doing a big cookout on Sunday, and I think it's going to be really amazing for future um, Hungarian-American relationships. So I'm just really looking forward to spending time with some of our good friends. Um, as for this past week, we spent the last few days in a city called Pech. Um, It's close to the border of Croatia. And it is beautiful area, very hilly, very green, um, really, really beautiful city. Uh, probably one of the most beautiful cities in the country, I would That's say, right. that we've visited so far. Um, I'm still biased towards Budapest. It's one of my favorite cities, but Page is a close second for me. Page is really unique because of the hills. Yeah, mm. it's really just it's a very picturesque. city yeah old yeah. european picture an old european city yeah that architecture but like cobblestone streets that are up and down like there's lots of beautiful vantage points mm -hmm. we enjoyed it yeah it was great and we did that because two members of an american team that came to the village last year hosted another camp camp i guess or outreach um, and they brought along quite a, uh, quite a few, what, six or seven college and high school students with them, mm -hmm. seven or eight maybe. And uh, they're doing like science experiments and Bible teaching um, in different classrooms throughout Hungary. So they're going to be in Page and Debrecen and... I would say, I would say more than Bible teaching, it was really just a chance to like... Their goal is to share stories. Like testimony sharing. Yeah, but of. not the kind that you might think of. Like yeah. we enjoyed it because it was a little bit it was it was very authentic and it was very personal, but yeah. it wasn't too much. And like like yeah, every like, class was preachy. different. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't just let's just tell you a story about the Bible yeah. and then expect it to like change your life or Yeah. Or let's just bring the most like emotionally dramatic you know, lowest of lows, testimony moment, and then just yeah. expect everybody to just get all, you know. Deep and emotional. It was yeah. it was like a just a really great couple of days of yeah. just saying, hey, we're human beings like you. We know what it was like to be a teenager. Yes, we're Americans. Yes, we did come a long way to be in your school this week. So can you take a moment to listen to the story that we have to share and if you connect with it, then let's talk about it. And that's basically what happened. And it was really incredible to see yeah. 
the conversations yeah. and the relationships that we formed really quickly with yeah. some of the kids, which was unbelievable. Yeah, some of the kids on day two invited us to, like, they showed us all of their yesterday. hangout. Yeah, yesterday. That mm -hmm. was yesterday. Their hangout spots in Page, which, so they said, like, what do we do after school? Okay, we usually come here. We usually get, go to this coffee shop. We walk around here and... Um, they were just telling us about the city and showing us around and they bought us some uh, souvenirs from the from the city and um, the kids were really really amazing they, um, they were kind they were welcoming their English was incredible all of the kids spoke amazing English and it was it was so much fun and really the highlight for me the kids was one but scott and bethany the leaders of that that trip specifically bethany and her husband scott they were they are and have been such amazing supporters of us shout out scott and bethany we know that you are uh <laughs> every episode uh listeners and um Scott, if you have me fast forwarded uh, here, maybe you'll you'll miss the shout out. But uh, we so appreciate uh, their support um, in all different ways. Uh, we've been able to keep a very good friendship with them since last summer, and it was amazing to see them again and give them a hug and work with them. So that was a highlight of this week for me. Yeah. I think I maybe stole your story, but no, no, I you didn't. Those those are some good people, and yeah, some of the best people, and. It's really crazy we've got to see them twice. They're yeah. the only Americans that we've been able to see twice since we've moved here. That's true. So that's a short list. Yeah. And I, I don't think that God was messing around when he had that in store. That's a unique friendship and relationship that I'm I'm sure we're going to be friends for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we're looking forward to visiting them in Raleigh Absolutely. next year. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's it's top top of the list of places we're going to we're gonna head to when we get back stateside for sure anything else there no that's it for me okay cool well you actually brilliantly led into a segue for me because um, i'm not going to share a story today um because i want to give kitty just give us all some more time to just uh get to know kitty a little bit better towards the last portion of this episode but i thought i'd just devote my segment to shout outs Oh, yeah. So instead of story time with Colin, we'll say it's shout outs with Colin. Um, but before we get into my my segment, I, I don't want to miss the opportunity to, you know, hit the blooming onion a little bit, oh, which yeah. is, uh, Heathy, for you, the blooming onion is a super popular, uh, strange, like oh, yeah. fried and crispy and large thing, yeah. and elaborate Australian. It's a, it's a, it's from the outback. It is a fried, delicious, and like greasy, large onion. So it sort of looks like a bunch of like it's shaped like French fries, but yeah. it's definitely not potato. It's just onion. So okay, wow. have you had onion rings? Oh yeah. Yes. Of course. So it's essentially <laughs> onion rings in the shape of a fry. So it's like just a, like a, and it's a huge onion that they cut into cubes that like stick out like a porcupine oh wow and fry it and deep fry it and they eat it yes so it's like wow. an appetizer at this appetizer point. Yes, okay <laughs> so it's usually for like a big table that you can all like pick up right pick, you know right. pick out and they have a special sauce with it excuse the if you can hear me punching keys i'm just doing a google search so i can show this yeah you did a great job describing it yes but it's like just, a porcupine there of... is there's nothing like porcupine. laying your eyes on a blooming onion for the first time and imagining if you get a little carried away and put 
If you get anywhere near putting a third of that in your stomach, the next day is going to be... You're going to have a hard time. Hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And you get that nice dipping sauce, which is oh, like it's so good. It's like a mayo-based mayo based. sauce. It's, it's crazy. It's, a, it's amazing. So wow. the stereotype about Americans that Hungarians have about our obesity is... It's kind pretty of much true. encapsulated in this picture. <laughs> but it's not an American dip. This, this is an Australian restaurant. It's actually, is it real Australian though? Because I, I think we just call it out Maybe. with a steakhouse, but it's Maybe probably it's American. Americans creating Australian restaurants. And it's probably we like, what it we is. like to do that. It's like Olive Garden, so, where Americans create a Italian restaurant. I am not surprised if we look up, that's our next Or Americans search. creating Panda Express. We do this all the time. Uh, like CEO, founder of Abex. Steakhouse is like some like guy from John Smith or something. <laughs> yeah, from some guy from Cajun country, Louisiana or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds about right. All right. So uh, for the Bloom and Onion section, we don't do anything really related to this unique dish. It's just a super cool name. And since our nonprofit and the podcast is called blooming abroad we try to keep it you know consistent well, we do talk about peeling back the layers of something whether it be culturally food wise something in hungary really yes so, yeah. but it's not an australian or american thing it's a hungarian segment so it's yeah. a very short hungarian hungarian section where we try to educate the people back home yeah. about something they might not know about hungary or this region so i'll put you back on the spot Kitty, and can you tell these guys like just something that would blow their minds about Hungary, whether that's history or food or some crazy language. invention or language? We don't have eyes. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that ice. yet. Or um, ice. 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. No eyes. We haven't mentioned that part about Hungarians yet, Hung but uh, <laughs> Hungarians don't have eyes. No. <laughs> Definitely no ha, ice ha. here in this ice. country. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Why is that? Well, there is a Hungarian. Uh, I think it's just our um, upbringing uh -huh. that old ladies and our moms and grandmas always say that you will catch cold and get sick if you drink super cold things and if you sit on super cold benches. Yeah. That's, that's right. also a thing. You can also like pee blood if you sit on really cold benches. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that one here. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's accurate. Uh -huh. So we don't have ice in anything, any nope. of our drinks. You can hardly buy ice, actually. So you definitely, my, really, you can't. You have yeah, to make my, it. My dear American friends suffered it. <laughs> so not even in summer. Yeah. Only um, lemonades. Do they occasionally well, yeah. put ice, but not always, or, just like, occasionally. Only in restaurants, I would say, yes, or yes. like, but in grocery stores, nope. you just cannot nope. buy ice at nope. all. Mm -hmm. So Nope, and even finding ice containers is nope. very hard to yeah. make ice here. We tried to find one, and it was like the rubber, like, child size ice cubes, you know, that are in like the shape of a star. <laughs> That's what I found. That's right. And we don't use it anymore, so no ice for us. Yeah. That's true. So those of you guys listening, um, take a second. Stop where you're at, unless you're driving. Don't don't close your eyes. <laughs> Keep driving. Think about what your life would look like if you did not have access to ice, especially in the summer. It's 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 June. It's a hot, humid day. We're we're into June, and in Hungary, it's hot and humid right now. I changed my T-shirt three times today. 
and Kitty's in a sweatshirt. Yeah, in, because in of my the jeans. aforementioned <laughs> belief of sitting on cold benches. <laughs> that's right. It's very consistent. Maybe, maybe that's okay. I haven't written the podcast description yet, but I think I got to put that in there. Maybe that's the opening question. Imagine what your life would look like if there was no eyesore. I think that's going to be in the description. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. I just decided what the description will be. Yep. So, yeah. No ice. No ice. Yeah, you go to Starbucks and you want to get a... They have ice at Starbucks. Coffee. Yeah, they I guess at here, it's they do. true. They do. But just imagine it with no ice. Yeah. No it's ice. It's a different world. It's a different world over here. No ice at the Lillabow residence. Oh. Fill in those glasses with a little little ice before you pour a little gin and a little tonic in there. Nope. No, no ice, ice water on the back no of Jack. Well, Sorry. <laughs> Get that image out of your brain. Whereas in, in America, almost every refrigerator has an ice maker machine right. in it. So we, we do not. No. It's not a thing. You can probably find it somewhere, but not a thing, really. So no ice. One more? Sure. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. This is going to be good. This is going to be good, guys. <laughs> I'm thinking very hard. What about driver's licenses? Nah, something else. Driver's licenses. They're, th they're hard to get and they're expensive. Oh, That's yeah. all. So lots and lots of people <laughs> yeah. do not drive yeah. compared to America. Yeah. Whereas like 90% of, of age people drive. Yeah. Maybe the way you drive. Mm. That's very different. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. in Hungary, you can't honk at uh -huh. all. Never. What happens if you honk? Well, then you get beat up. Because <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's like a warning kind of thing. It's like, is it kind of acceptable if somebody's trying to like... But that's yeah. very exceptional. Yeah, exactly. So our roads are very quiet. Yeah. And so quiet. The, the noise of traffic we experience here in Hungary, sometimes we consider that like noisy. Uh -huh. But these two just told me one day... Wow, Hungary is very quiet. It's so quiet. I'm it's like, so are nice. you sure about that? Peaceful. And then they just enlightened me. Yeah, I showed so. like a. I think I showed you a YouTube video of New York. That was Street crazy. Of New York and like honking all the time, yep. even when you take a turn, just yep. Yep. making noise that I'm here. It's a language. It's, it's a, a language. language. Here, you're yep. just rude this yeah. way. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's true. That okay, so let me let me keep going here so what was the hardest part about growing up in hungary mm. Ooh. growing up in hungary maybe the expectations mm -hmm. um especially in the educational system because when you turn 14 um which is around eighth grade you have to take like lots of examinations and decide where to go which high school and then which university and so our system is very complicated. I wouldn't mm -hmm. get into it very deeply. Um, the main thing, main thing is that when you turn 14, then you have to basically decide about your whole rest of your life. Yeah. And if you screw it up, then you basically screw up your whole life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the pressure at the age around 14, so as a teenager, that's 
just very hard. So mm -hmm. essentially, correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of have to pick a major Absolutely. in some ways at in high school to pick which high school you go to. Absolutely. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. And then after mm -hmm. that, university comes consequently. Little... Yeah. So if you pick your high school well, then you pick your university as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is like no changing after yeah. too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very interesting. That's definitely something we had to learn yeah. coming so, here. So that that's one thing, the educational system. Um, the other is, well, for the majority uh, of the teenagers is the economical, financial mm -hmm. um, things or like, you know, living in Hungary is very, very different um, in Eastern Europe mm -hmm. as, as living in a first um, world. Mm -hmm. uh, so lots of things that American people would think as a very basic thing in their lives. Well, in Hungary, that might count as a luxury, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so. true. Okay, I, I didn't really plan this, but I, I'm just getting the treasure chest of questions that are building up. So I'll save my shout outs till the end. Um, next question for you, uh, because I think it's super important. Sarah and I can talk about this for hours, but I think you could probably give a more powerful explanation in just five minutes um that would make it more clear to these people especially most of these american listeners friends of ours from back in michigan and um, california florida all these states they're turning tuning in from but so what what did it make you think when you heard about these crazy americans working mm -hmm. in this like small roma gypsy village in hungary what was like your first impression and then as you've known us for a couple of years, like how has that, you know, evolved? Like what if, just share some of your thoughts on Good that. Question. Well, my very first thought was, how did you find us? Yes, that's a big like, one. How did you get in here? It's like, what, what, like how it's mm -hmm. it, not just this particular village, Tatar Sanyurt, but Hungary even, it's such mm -hmm. an insignificant, very distant, very small country um, that like if an American would think about Europe, you wouldn't think of Hungary at first for other France, Spain, Germany, yeah. you know, the bigger Western countries in Europe. So I was very surprised that um, two Americans from Michigan came here and they just, we want to make some changes here. I was very surprised actually. And after that, I became very happy. So mm -hmm. my first impression was, wow, like here, like why here? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. could you yeah. even find us on the map? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, all the jokes are flooding back. Oh, you're hungry. Oh, I know. Oh, you're hungry, you're hungry. <laughs> Oh, you should eat some turkey. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Very classic. I'm pretty sure you made that joke like two weeks ago. I don't mind using that like, joke. Yeah. I don't like it when Americans make the joke to me because it's like, I don't I like it. It's just joke. like, I, live here. Just, I get to do it. Like, okay, guys. Okay. Um, okay. So then Kitty, that was your first impression, but as you've been more a part of I mean, legit, you've been a part of our work here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, tomorrow 
Kiti has been the communications person for the negotiations of a new espresso machine that will be the main espresso machine for our new cafe. She has been the person who has been handling 100% of the negotiations and communication with the, the owner, the cafe owner who is selling it to us. That's been an ongoing process for almost a month now. So she's very much involved in different parts of our ministry and our work here. Kiti, since you've seen the sort of gotten underneath the hood or seen behind the curtain of what we've been doing on a weekly basis, I mean, also, when we are in the village all day, guess who's taking care of the little labradoodle? Who? You guessed it. You guessed it. It's Kiti. So you've literally like seen us from drop off to pick up week mm -hmm. in and week out and then so much more. So what has it been like for you to experience our ministry with us and the work that we're actually doing here? Like, what has that been like for you? The work that these two are doing or you guys are doing is very innovative, mm -hmm. like um, oh, very not innovative, uh, innovative. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Don't mean to correct you, just... Thank you. Um, just making sure that the actual native speakers understand what I'm, what I'm babbling about. <laughs> Thank you. So... Vowels are a big thing. Vowels yeah. are an important thing. I learned that. Hungarians, Hungarian vowels are very hard, so... It the difference is. between a short and a long vowel can actually change the meaning of a word. Oh, I'd yeah. be swearing at some old lady if I shorten <laughs> up an A. That's true. That's actually true. So... So innovations um, you do here is it's crazy because um, what I experienced is that you guys are thinking outside of the box mm -hmm. in a very good way because what I experienced in Hungary, especially in religious fields, mm -hmm. we tend to be very like orthodox mm -hmm. and like very like following traditions and like rules and frames and and so what what i see here is that kids in the village need something new and something that is close to them mm -hmm. which you can absolutely provide them with um and so i'm very very happy about this project um and i see that this actually works mm -hmm. wow you heard it here first folks <laughs> it works and what specifically works what about our approach would you say works? Because if it works, somebody else can pick it up and do it. It doesn't right. have to be us, right? Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> bringing kids closer to God mm -hmm. because it's, you guys are very tolerant, flexible, and mm -hmm. you are not forcing anyone to do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really love about that because I, I met some religious people or even Christians. They were just very forceful about you should convert to uh -huh. Christianity because then you're a horrible person. So <laughs> <clears throat> what I see is you are, you are, you're very flexible and you don't force anything. Mm -hmm. And so I really really love this that's i think the that's the the main thing that makes this project work and we can talk about even kids the the co-workers you have mm, the team that's true the negotiation you yeah. do is it's just extraordinary yeah we do have an amazing team as well so thank you yeah for that encouragement yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you <clears throat> means means quite a lot to hear that
from you, especially you. Um, so you were, you've been in the village. Um, as I said before, Sarah and I can describe the village, the kids, the community, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you're Hungarian. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience, uh, experiences, but specifically the one night that you were there when, when our friends from Ararat came to play? Um, what was it like for you? What did you think going on your way to the village? What did you, I mean, anything like what was that evening like for you when you were last in the village for youth group? It was actually much more moving and much more mm -hmm. educational than I first thought because the situation there is very, very um, hard. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> even with a Hungarian eye, um, I think that these kids, it's it's such it's such a a miracle that they they are there at the ministry, um, because of their circumstances, the poverty mm -hmm. I experienced there is is just mm -hmm. well, extraordinary in a you know in a bad way. Mm -hmm. So it was very educational that these kids still. These are very strong kids and and I just can't cannot even imagine living a life there myself mm -hmm. um and the way they just support each other the mm -hmm. the love they show is just amazing mm -hmm. and so even from these circumstances they are coming from and the the amount of love they give to you as a stranger because at first I also was a stranger that was extraordinary and I was just very much like touched. You weren't a stranger by the end. You had kids That's hanging right. on you. That's at right. The end, literally, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what? 20 Facebook friend requests. Oh, minimum. Yeah, minimum. <laughs> minimum. Multiple from the same person who has three different like accounts. Like six different uh -huh, profiles. Uh -huh. 68 uh, Instagram hearts because <laughs> one student just went through and liked, liked every one of every your single posts from, from forever. Uh -huh. But that was that was just sweetest it, ever. Lots of smiles. Yeah, they're yep. just very open they and they just showed showed so much love and, and just loved being there and i learned that you don't need stuff you don't need um like shiny phones and and you know just stuff to actually um be happy because mm -hmm. these kids are happy i'm telling you guys and they mm -hmm. have nothing yeah except each other i know so wow yeah well, as I said, I think five minutes of you sharing that's going to go a whole lot further than the previous five episodes of us trying, trying to, to describe things. Yeah, exactly. So um, lastly, for you, Kiti, just wondering kind of what your future plans are like. Uh, as we mentioned, you've got a couple of final exams coming up and then the next couple of months, you've got some big changes. And then kind of what is what does life look like for you the next year? year or two well i have interesting plans guys mm -hmm. uh so first in september i'm trying to teach english in spain um <clears throat> well that will be fun and that will last for eight months and so next summer 2024 who knows what's going on maybe moving to the states yeah with my brother mm -hmm. so i could use um 
any sort of help. Mm -hmm. Mostly job offers. Mm -hmm. You can't see her, but she's giving you uh, a wink wink. <laughs> and a nudge nudge. So, so just quickly share a little bit about your... My CV? Yeah, exactly. Or my motivation letter? No, like what is your training okay. at, yeah. the, at the... What is your... Somebody out there who just said, oh, okay, say more. What What is your what are you looking background for and, and what are you looking for specifically? Okay, so I'm looking for multiple things, actually. So I'm qualified as a TFL, uh, which is the teacher of English as a foreign language. Um, so I could teach English for non-natives. Also, I'm hoping to get better at my Spanish, pick up some Spanish in Spain. Mm -hmm. So I could actually imagine myself being a Spanish teacher. Um, also, if you guys are looking for some exotic language, I can teach you some Hungarian as well. <laughs> of course, of course, so, private tutoring. Uh, some, 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 some place for advertisement. <laughs> Thank you. And then, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm also planning to study some psychology in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very much interested in that. So, um, well, anything related to English, English speaking, being a connector between America, Hungary, mm -hmm. um, taking part in any sort of projects that would take place um, in Hungary remotely, um, anything Spanish. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff. Dog sitting. Yeah, dog sitting. Dog sitting. <laughs> yeah, you have our reference for that one. That's right, but not yeah. cat sitting. Sorry, no, guys. Uh, no, no, cats. That's no. Not, no. No. Okay. Um, so those are some big things that you got off the road, but everything's falling in place. Yeah. Oh yeah. God is working. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, we're almost out of time guys. Uh, I want to just do some shout outs as we close up this episode. Um, as Sarah mentioned, Scott and Bethany, thank you guys for all your support. Um, and I'll do a few here and then I'll pass it to Sarah for some of hers. Um, thank you guys genuinely, especially your support after, um, after losing, losing the little baby last year, you guys were really there for us. And so we're, we're so thankful for you. Mm -hmm. Every time you give or support us, it's always so unconditional. Um, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to sell you up. I'm going to sell you out here, Scott. Yesterday, as I gave Scott a hug goodbye, and this is a, like, I don't know, six foot seven. So, yeah. North Tallest Carolina, man I've ever been around. <laughs> police officer with the smile about a hundred feet wide. Yeah. Just slipped uh, a wad of cash in my pocket of my pocketed t-shirt. <laughs> so that's the kind of people we're dealing with here, guys. So thank you both for all of your support. I also want to thank Alicia. Um, yeah. She's kind of the... She's a, I don't even know if she's ever going to listen to this podcast, but she's kind of the unsung hero. She's really the American innovator. She's really the hero. She's been here for 10 years. She's our age, but she's been working in 10 years. And every single camp or team that comes from America, it seems like she's, she's in, charge of. in charge of them. She, she knows she's coordinating like crazy. She doesn't ask for a thanks, but she's always involved with some piece of it, but never takes the credit. And it's been great to get to know you, Alicia. Um, also got to give a shout out to my, to my main man, um, Abe. Oh um, yeah. I spent a few days with Abe, uh, our good friend, Jamie's dad. And I, I felt like I wanted to take a class. I also felt like a strong urge to just ask him to, you know, sit down and 
have a video call with me every day. Like psychotherapy intensive or something. Walk through all of my deepest yeah. wounds. And, and then also I just wanted to join him at one of his weekly uh, friend gatherings. Oh, his friend sounds so cool. Multiple languages, multiple backgrounds, Religion, multiple professions, cultures. multiple religions. It sounded like the best place to be. Yeah. And um, Kitty got to experience him as well. She spent did. the day in Budapest oh, wow. with us. You did. And... <clears throat> Abe, oh, you're yeah. amazing if you're listening. So, <laughs> so cool. It was great because Abe just, like, his presence lifts the it does. seriousness off of life. Absolutely. Yeah, big jokes he, he looked at me very suddenly. We were in, in the middle of a talk. He looked at me. I was literally interrupted. He just looked at me. He was like, you would really fit in America. <laughs> I'm like, what? I didn't hear that. Dang. <laughs> so that gave me just That's the cool. confidence. That's cool. That's funny. It's a good transition for me. I also want to give a shout out to Jamie and David. Jamie has been, oh, we did the math the other day since I was 18. So what is that? For like 15 years, we've been friends through undergrad, post-undergrad. Um, she has been, she is and has been such an amazing, like, Jamie, you have been such an amazing, consistent, uh, dedicated, generous friend. You're always thinking of ways that you can help. You're always giving away things. You're traveling across the ocean to visit a friend while you're pregnant. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. And David, it was so good to get to know him, you better because we hadn't spent a lot of time together and it was just such a blast. And you two make such an amazing couple. Like it was so cool and we felt so refreshed and encouraged and joy filled when Absolutely. they came when you came so next shout out for me is just just my dudes back home from i met i met a, a group of guys while i was at element church and i was mm -hmm. asked to be a part of the college ministry there and basically i just got this greatest opportunity on planet earth to hang out with a few guys every week and just check in on their lives and um, to those guys that listen to this podcast every week are Greg and Sam. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys are really cool. Yeah, I, I don't really want to say too much because you guys already know. You know it all. Um, but I, I want to let you guys, all, all of you who are out there who pray for us, I just want to shout out Sam because um, Sam has literally prayed for Sarah and I every single day since we moved here. Yeah. He and his wife, Katie, are, like, that's the real stuff right Unbelievable. there. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm sure some days it was, like, Sam was going through law school and, you know, doing all that stuff. They're moving, and, and now they're living back KC, but it's, like, some days maybe it was, like, God, please help Colin and Sarah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe not. But that's unbelievable to yeah. think that, Sam, you prayed for us every day for over two years. To be honest, there's no one that I prayed for every day for two years. No one. So that's right really incredible. You. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that keeps us keeps us afloat yeah. here in Hungary. Um, and I have a long list of shout outs. Maybe we'll squeeze some more in next week. Yeah, but... that's a good little maybe place to end. 
Yeah. And I just said next week, guys. I'm not, we're not doing a podcast. <laughs> not next literally week. next week. Just... Sarah will, uh, <laughs> there will be consequences if I try to well, do another. Well, the consequences will be next week. I will, will be... refuse to do a podcast and you will be doing <laughs> yeah. it by yourself I had or we just don't do a mul- podcast. Multiple times this past week, I thought, I think I might have to just do a solo podcast. <laughs> not because you weren't willing, but no. I was like, eh. I promised these guys and I got to come yep. through. Yep. Yep. And yep. now it's Thursday. So we did it. Um, all right, we're closing on an hour, which you guys got bonus, gosh, bonus episode, bonus guest, bonus time, just bonus week here with the Blooming Abroad podcast. Kitty, I'm going to give you the last word. Just say anything that comes to your mind to kind of close this down. Well, if you guys can visit Hungary, yeah. it's a very interesting country with very weird people. Okay. <laughs> Such a great Perfect. way to end. I so love Gala it. Fesh. <laughs> it's so, so guys, thank you for tuning in to episode six of the Blooming Abroad podcast. Um, as we close out and sign off every week, we'll do it the same. Sarah and I, genuinely, guys, we are just two ordinary Jesus followers trying to make a difference in Central and Eastern Europe. And that's really it. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our journey, part of our story. And we can't wait to talk with you next time for episode seven. Take care, everybody, and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.